This is Graham Lynch for Comms Day Live for a special edition. We're talking with Juniper Networks today and specifically about their acquisition of the data center network automation company, Abstra, last year. And we're joined by an Abstra co-founder who's now the VP of Abstra at Juniper, Mansour Karam. Welcome to the show, Mansour. Thank you for having me. Can you tell us a story about how you started Abstra? Yeah, uh, for sure. It was back in 2014. Um, it was myself and two other uh, networking slash software slash distributed systems experts. Uh, two of us actually came from Arista. In fact, my co-founder, David Sheraton, was a founder of Arista, uh, now a multi-billion dollar uh, company. Uh, and uh, I was one of the first engineers that uh, at the time were first hired, first engineer that he hired. And, uh, and uh, you know, we, we, we were there for many years, but then we kind of left and uh, partnered with the third co-founder, Sasha Ratkovich, who was, who was actually at Juniper. Uh, he was distinguished engineer at Juniper, and the three of us started Abstra. And, you know, you may wonder why, you know, we left companies such as Arista or Juniper to kind of start, start Abstra. Um, and, you know, that's because we had a deep conviction about what we were seeing uh, going on in the market. Uh, specifically around networks, you know, as you know, you know, networks are a foundation for everything we do today. So, for example, right now, you and I are talking over, you know, obviously a network. And the fact that, you know, you can hear me so well, you know, has to do with the fact that uh, the, the network has really evolved to become such a critical foundation uh, in our everyday lives, you know, you, we talk, we talk both personally, but also on the business side. You know, we talk a lot about business, di digital transforma transformation of businesses, and uh, certainly the pandemic has made that kind of a top priority. And uh, you know, digital transformation affects everyone, and it's all done over a network. And so this network, which is that much more critical than ever before, is also getting that much more complex and is growing like uh, still growing exponentially month every month so it's bigger than it was ever before and so uh, what was became really clear in the, is that we didn't really have the tools to manage a network that was that critical that complex and that large you know essentially at the time especially back in 2014 the the state of the art was you know, essentially network operators getting into devices and configuring them manually, you know, using, you know, a keyboard and commands to to enter these, you know, com these devices configurations. You know, that works if you have like a few switches, but then when you have hundreds or thousands of switches, or if you want the experience to be reliable, it just doesn't work anymore. And so what we wanted is to, you know, build a tool that is software essentially that operates these networks at the scale and with the reliability that was now required. And there wasn't anything like that. And all the approaches that other vendors were taking were, you know, quite traditional. So, you know, I like to say we we decided to leave Start Abstra to build a car while everyone else, I thought, were trying to kind of make that horse go a bit faster. Okay. Now, six or seven years in to the formation of Abstra, um, you hooked up with Juniper and an acquisition went through early last year. Can you tell me how that um, came about and what was the motivation for Jun Juniper to acquire Abstra? 
Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, well, actually, the, how it came about is that we, we're, you know, Appstra, we always supported switches from different vendors. This is one of the things about, you know, Appstra that has been quite unique, uh, especially in the data center space, is that, you know, a lot of times when you find these management solutions that help with operations, they only work with one vendor. You know, for example, Arista has Cloud Vision, which just works with Arista, and Cisco has ACI or DCNM, just works with Cisco. Appstra, from the ground up, worked with many vendors, uh, including Juniper. And along with Juniper, we had some really key customers, including one which, you know, was quoted, T-Systems, you know, which was quoted uh, uh, as part of the press release for the acquisition. And that got us to really you know, know each other. And it became clear to us that really Juniper saw the world the way we did, uh, meaning they thought that operations, user experience was indeed the true north, the number one problem that needed to be solved. This is why Juniper's slogan today is experience first networking. So in a sense, Juniper evolved from, you know, being focused primarily on hardware, right? And this is how they kind of were founded. They were founded and this is was their differentiation is that they had the best hardware. Uh, and that I'm talking back in the late 90s when the company was founded, progressively to where they are today, which where now they're really emphasizing software. Of course, hardware is always going to be important, but now they're emphasizing the importance of software. Software is spearheading everything. And this is why they acquired the companies such as Mist, you know, a, a few years ago, and then Appstra back in 2021. So it was really clear that we were seeing the world in uh, in, this, in, in, in the same way, we had clearly customers that were really interested in the joint solution. And so, you know, that's the reason uh, Juniper acquired Appstra. Okay. Now, now um, there's a question that I, I ask a lot of people on this podcast. And, and you, you've already talked about um, some of the, I guess, the advantages or benefits of Appstra. But I want to rephrase, I guess, that proposition. What is the specific problem that Appstra solves? So this, the specific problems that Appstra solve, you know, I would say uh, it is about managing your network at the speed of your business, right? You need to always manage your network, operate your network at the speed of your business. And the business uh, requirements are just becoming more and more demanding. And you know, the business is going faster and faster. So, you know, sometimes you have to make changes within hours, within minutes. And so you want to have the ability to operate your network at that speed while keeping reliability at the highest level. You cannot compromise reliability, right? So that's the challenge and that's the trade-off. Typically or traditionally in networking, if you go faster, you're more likely to make a mistake that could cause your network to go down. And if your network goes down, it's typically a disaster. You know, for some, in some, depending on which business you're in, it could cause lives or it could cost millions of millions of dollars. And so by demanding that network operators go faster at the expense of reliability, it was putting undue pressure on network operators and undue risk on the business. So, it's really about going fast 
yet doing it with the highest level of reliability. <laughs> there was an ad from the 1980s, 80s, it was a tire ad, I think it was Pirelli. It says, power is nothing without control. And you know that's essentially it. We want to deliver power, speed, but it needs to be controlled so that you know you stay on the road and you don't cause a massive uh, accident, a massive wreck. And you know that principle applies to tires and to cars, and it certainly applies to networks. Okay. Now, Abstra has introduced a, a new phrase to the communications lexicon. The phrase is intent-based networking, but that's not a familiar one necessarily to many in the telco space in Australia. Can you explain the meaning and the philosophy behind intent-based networking? Yes. So, in order for us to solve this problem, we had to, you know, we had to figure out what the right solution is. And so we essentially built it out from the ground up. You know, we built out the solution from the ground up to address the specific problem that we just described that we're going after. And what we came up with we called intent-based networking because it was unique and it was nothing that, like was done before. Um, you know, you hear in, about other solutions now uh, being intent-based, but in the end for us, it meant something very specific. And it, it meant, you know, a, a, a certain approach, you know, that, that is unique, that delivers uniquely on, and that, that kind of encompasses a set of core competencies that ultimately delivers on solving the problem that we just addressed. The way to think of it as the very highest level is that as a network operator, you're no longer configuring devices or you're no longer involved in, you know, in pushing configurations to these devices, even automatically, whether it's one or hundred switches or a thousand switches, you're not touching these devices. You're not, you know, involved in figuring out what configurations you want to push. What you're describing at the highest level is your goals, your outcomes. Why are you building this network in the first place? You know, usually you're building a network for a reason. You know, you could be, it could be because the main reason usually is because you're connecting endpoints. And, you know, you may have some additional requirements like these endpoints need to be connected, you know, at, with a certain latency. You cannot exceed a certain latency or there needs to be some amount of bandwidth connecting these endpoints. Then there now can be other requirements like there can be compliance uh, requirements. There could be security requirements that need to govern this network. And so the way you interact with the, with the network through the software is by describing these requirements. And then what the product does is takes care of it. Essentially, it delivers on this outcome. It 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 uh, it delivers on your goals, on what on your kind of request to the software, and has the network deliver on the outcome. And it's not just a day zero proposition. It's not like you just describe it once and then it does it once and you're done. No, it's essentially doing it across the entire life cycle, day zero, day one, day two plus, including every change and. It doesn't just push the configurations, but then it also knows what telemetry, what state to collect from the network. And it does that continuously. It does that in real time in order to validate, you know, essentially giving you confidence 
and certainty that the network is delivering on the, in, the, the, the intent, you know, the outcomes that you've specified. So by, by kind of coming up with this approach, you can see how, you know, because you're, you know, you specify your outcome, the, the software just delivers on this outcome and then guarantees the result. It kind of, you know, at the same time, you get the speed, right, where, you know, you just specify what you want and the software does it. And also the reliability, because then the network is checking itself or the software is checking the network itself to ensure and to guarantee and to give you an answer that indeed and confidence that indeed the network is delivering on the outcomes you had in mind. Okay, now I was doing some reading um, about Appstra um, in the context of other options that are out there. I came across a Forrester analysis where Appstra seemed to do very well in comparisons. And, and also, um, there's quite a bit of reading out there which suggests that a big part of the appeal of Appstra is its ability to work in multi-fender environments. So can you elaborate a bit more on, on, on both those? Yeah, for sure. So you're referring to a Forrester study uh, whereby uh, Forrester... Uh, blindly interviewed our customers, right? Uh, so when I say blindly, it meant that it, they didn't know that it was us, Appstra, Juniper, interviewing them. And um, and the reason we did this is because we wanted to measure the total economic impact. You know, we always heard anecdotally that our solution paid for itself. And, you know, I've had network operators call me and thank me that, you know, they were going home on Friday rather than spend the weekend, which they had budgeted to make the changes that they needed to make, um, you know, and because of the software, they were able to kind of go home much, you know, much earlier and, you know, enjoy the weekend uh, with their with their families. Uh, but we really wanted to get some, you know, some, um, some, some conclusive evidence of that. And so we did that through, uh, through this third party. And you know the results were, were were matched what we knew, what our customers told us, which is payback period in less than six months. You know, 83% reduction in operational expenses, and 320% ROI. Um, you know, and this ROI can be much much larger again, depending on what business you're in. Uh, so, so you know, I really encourage folks to read this uh, this report. Um, now going to going to your uh, talking to to your uh, multi-vendor uh, comment, yes, you know, the reason we achieve all of these uh, results are because of you know the power of the the software that we've uh, developed, you know, this uh, ability to deliver with speed and reliability at the same time. But then there is a third really important component, which is that. We do it across vendors. I touched upon this uh, when you asked me about Juniper, right? But this is really unique. And if you think about it, you understand why our approach allows that, whereas other approaches don't. When you automate at the level of intent, right, at the level of describing outcomes, you're not describing outcomes in any vendor-specific language, right? Like the outcomes relate to your business. They relate to your goals. And then the software then goes about, you know, translating these outcomes in specific vendor or in vendor-specific configurations. And so because of this abstraction or these layers of abstraction that we have 
in the software, then we had an opportunity to really build a multi-vendor solution. And that's what our network operators wanted, you know, because no one wants to be locked in. You know, we've, we've built standards in networking for a reason, is that no one wants to be locked in. They want to have the ability to uh, mix and match different, different vendors, or at least have a dual vendor strategy. And so the ability for our software to manage uh, devices from multiple vendors is unique and really helps costs because from a procurement standpoint, you're no longer locked in and you can really go and negotiate with your suppliers at, you know, the way, you know, the, in a way that meets your needs rather there than theirs. And so, you know, this becomes a really critical differentiator for our for our customers that they really appreciate with the Abstra solution. Okay, a final question and a simple one. What does the future have in store for Abstra? Yeah, well, you know, it's really uh, it's really exciting to be part of uh, Juniper, and I'll I'll tell you why. You know, there are lots of you know, vendors out there uh, that maybe do that do networking, but some of them just focus on you know one domain, right? Uh, maybe data center, or some of some organizations are much much larger and they have networking, but they have many many other things that they worry about. But for us, you know, at Juniper. All we think about is networking, but we think about networking from A to Z. You know, we we really have the entire portfolio for networking for our customers. And so, you know, we we have data center products, but then we have campus products, we have WAN products, uh, but we also have uh, technologies that are best of breed, you know, both built, you know, in-house, but also from the acquisitions. You know, one of example is is Mist, right? And the Marvis and the AI ops layer that they have. You know, and a question that we usually get from our, our customers is, well, and this is kind of like something our customers want that will simplify their lives because you know, at the end, you know, they, you know, they want to see commonality between the technologies that they deploy across the domains. And so they ask us, you know, when are we going to see these integrations between these technologies, right, really solve this end-to-end -end, uh, problem for our uh, customers? You know, so at the end, you know, there's always going to be specialized products for every domain. Uh, and, you know, this is always like a, the, the right approach. Uh, you need specialization, otherwise you'd, you'd boil the ocean. But also what's really important is to have the right integrations between these different specialized products. And, you know, Juniper provides us, provides us a unique environment for us to go and explore these types of integrations. You know, I'm not going to say more at this time, but, you know, stay tuned. Okay, good stuff. Okay, well, with that, we need to wrap up. Um, Mansour Karam, the VP of Abstra for Juniper Networks, Thank you very much for joining us from Sunnyvale today. Thank you. It was great. I really enjoyed it. And that's Comms Day Live. We'll see you again next time. <laughs>